Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where you get to listen in on the pastor's conversation about upcoming preaching texts, our current theme, uh, all the good, exciting events taking place around our congregation. Thank you for joining us. I am Pastor Eric, and today I am here with... Pastor Megan! Pastor Kevin. Hey! Hey, yes. Welcome, and uh, we have a great reading to consider today from 2 oh. Kings. I was avoiding eye contact <laughs> with you both. I'm just looking down at the table. Because when people think, what's the most exciting passage that we could read from today? Hmm. I'm sure what comes to mind is 2 Kings. Not 1 Kings. 2 <laughs> <Second> Kings. <laughs> Because there's two books of them. There's two. Is it just two or is there another one that just we like can do seven. next week? It's like seven of them. I'm still not making eye contact with you. <laughs> I'm just avoiding this. Let us remember. This is a beautiful point at which to mention. Um, remember that the Bible is not one book. It is many books. And the many books do different things. They have different intentions. We read them with different lenses on because we should. And Second Kings is definitely got like a history book vibe to it. Like you should know these names and places and dates because it's important to know how God's people got from point A right. to point <laughs> W basically. Um, so it's, it, yes, it can feel kind of dry. I can appreciate that. It's one of those places where, you know, digging into some of the history might be more interesting. Digging into some of the names might be more interesting. Do you have a Bible atlas? Do you have a, an index um, to, to do more of the background work? If you want, I would argue, there is still much you can get out of the book, even Second Kings, yeah. uh, without having to know all the names and places. Well, um, we're going to hear about um, the, a period of the kings from Jos- about Josiah, and it's actually not dry. It's very, this is very uh, interesting, and uh, there's a good word for us. Uh, but I, I don't want to get there quite yet because this is also the end of our sermon, our series, our sermon series yeah. together for good. Yes. And so, yeah, can you believe it? Woo. I know. I did it. And yet we've, it's been a while, so we're, we're all, we've kind of just gotten into this theme, but yeah. was hoping that we could just what reflect a little on that at the end of I think this, this is, an, era. and this is, I'll, I'll say it, this is a good text to have mm-hmm. a chance to reflect on it, yeah. because what we've been hearing about these weeks is all about God's promises to us, all about God continuing to choose us, yep. even and especially when we repeatedly mess it up. Amen. So God's call to to bring our us together, right? To call us into relationship with each other, even though we are far too often jerks mm-hmm. to each other. Um, and yet God keeps doing the work of calling right. us back together, of making relationship with us and calling us into relationship with each other, like over and over and over and over and over. It's like the one story that keeps repeating. It's never been about us. It's God's work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Every it's, bit of it. And it's not been for my glory and power. It's been so that my neighbor can be loved and cared for. Oh, wow. Well put. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's actually a perfect introduction to the fact that it'll also be Easter Cares. Oh, Sunday. yeah. Say more about that. Uh, would it, repeat what you just said. Uh, uh, that it's... <laughs> <laughs> that was you that nailed it. That's what Easter cares. I got so excited. I forgot what you said. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I'm so smart that I'm surely, I'm surely, I can remember what oh. I just said. Obviously, but I it's said, for the good of our neighbor. Right, right. Yeah. But it's not yeah. me about not about my glorification, not about my power, yes. but it is about the uh, about my neighbor who needs love and care, and the, the way that I am called out into that. That's just perfect because that's you know that's the whole point of Easter Care Sunday. It's not. It's to uh, lift up the fact that as a congregation we. Uh, put a lot into caring for our neighbors. Uh, we have a community care pastor. That's you. That's me. Yeah. And there are a number of um, ongoing ministry to members of the congregation, to folks in in the community, to our literally neighbors. Um, and we're we're gonna lift the lift up those ministries on Sunday. And the thing is, and this gets into our reading too. It's it's not. We don't. We do not believe in karma. Mm, this is not mm-hmm. theology of glory, where mm-hmm. it's like you do good to get good. We're not doing this to please God, and we'll we'll learn about that as in our reading today too. Um, the reason that we have care ministries is this is what God calls us to do. We've mm-hmm. been we've been uh, forgiven and set free to serve our neighbors with the love of God that we first received and. Um, that's why we have so many of these ministries in our congregation, um, because we believe uh, it's it's trusting that we're going to show up, we're going to do what God's called us to do, and He's going to work through us. It's not about our actions, but it's that we are God's people. Amen. And and I would probably, I mean, you would probably say this right that care ministries that we do. It's not like a program that we offer people. It's naming a gift that we have, nice. right? Yeah, I mean, like great. our people have a really great gift to care for others. Yeah. And there is, if anybody's walked outside of their house lately, realize that there's a lot of care that's needed in the world right now. You don't and even have to walk outside your house yeah, to find that out. Exactly. Let me tell you what. Turn on the news. Exactly. Yikes. So, but at some level, I feel like that's such an important part of this too is just it's naming the fact we need someone to just name the fact that care isn't a program that we offer at Easter care is who we are it's everything we are it's yeah. it's about it's an extension of our faith mm-hmm. and and so it's not just saying you know I'm thinking about well I don't know if I'd ever want to do care because it feels like I need to sit some down and like really listen to somebody or <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> you know what I'm saying but more to the point of just saying that it, to care for someone, though, is really an extension of who we are. We need to name that mm-hmm. because for a congregation our size, we have to all be all in together. Yeah, That's the work of Jesus Christ right now is to carry that on. Mm-hmm. And that is the other part of our theme, together for good. We, we're doing this together. It, it is good. It's putting mm-hmm. good in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's where God works through us mm-hmm. to touch lives in the world yeah. Yeah. For, his, for his glory. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, so we read? the hard break into second. Yeah, Kings. let's hear dun, it. Dun, That's dun, a good dun. intro. It is a good intro. So hold on to that, folks, because I'm going to give you the teeny, teeny, teeny bit of context, okay. right? Yes. Um, yes, thank you. But not, a, but not a ton. I want you to mostly think about you know what you've been hearing us say for the past five minutes, right? Um, the context of this is we're getting down the line of kings in Judah. We're getting further and further, and too many of them have been too faithless. They have been too much about power and control and too little about the good of the people. But we asked for a king. They asked for a king over and over and every time they got worse and worse. It is almost as if humans, <laughs> when given absolute power, tend to corrupt. This is awesome. Fascinating. I've it's al- it's almost like it's been happening for thousands of years. Um, 
But they've gotten really bad. They've gotten really bad. It's gotten way off track. And along the line comes this kid, Josiah, who literally is a kid. He's a he's a pretty young guy and goes, hey, you know, let's go back to basics. Hey, what if we like fix up the temple and kind of get back to practices of worship? Like he kind of gently nudges his way, not like aggressively. And in the course of this, like, hey, let's straighten up the temple. There's this beautiful, like buried verse where it's like, oh, yeah, you got to pay the workers. And oh, yeah, you got to knock out this wall. And oh, by the way, we found the book of the law. So anyway, when you're doing <laughs> back up to that law part mm-hmm. um, because they had gotten so far afield that they literally lost the, the the book of the law they could not keep the laws because they did not have them because they had been walled up someplace you heard that right they had I, like completely I can't believe that right that's how far and nobody even thought to say didn't we used to have laws once yeah. upon a time uh, because there was they were, a book there was a there, God gave us rules I feel like um, so they were definitely not following mm-hmm. the rules right, right. Uh, and so Josiah goes hold a sock whoa what ah this feels bad could we please go ask someone mm-hmm. what God has to say about this <laughs> uh, so please note that we will start with a pronoun in verse 15 she that she that is being referred to is the prophetess Hulda, the wife of Shalom son of Tikva son of Harhas keeper of the wardrobe Gesundheit. you're welcome um, so Hulda is a prophetess she's a, a very clearly female prophet uh, and she is the one to whom the people go to say uh, we just found the law we've obviously not been following the law because we just found it because it was in a wall uh, what does God have to say about that <laughs> context I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> it's like, seriously, it's like, okay, I'm, well, it's like I'm picturing the one Easter site, right? Like, right. It's like we're going right. to knock out a wall and it's like, what is this? What are we going to find? Exactly. Hopefully not the law of God that we've been ignoring for generations because <laughs> as you're about to find, that doesn't go well. <laughs> right, exactly. That's exactly right. That's See, exactly I told you right. it's a good verse. Oh, man. <laughs> Okay, into the midst of this, we get into this. The breach. That's right. Ver- starting in verse 15. Okay, second, second Kings 22, starting at 15. Wow. She declared to them, there's the she. Hold up, hold up. She's a female. That's right. She's a lady prophet. She's declaring to them, all of them, all y'all. They, they listed a bunch of names. That's the them. You, you could read it if you want. She declared, Can I interrupt you again? Yes, Pastor go Kim? ahead. Keep going. <laughs> hey, context matters. <laughs> Where are we in this giant book? Oh, verse 15. I'm done. Okay. Verse 15. She declared to them, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel. There's a relationship, right? Tell the man who sent you to me, thus says the Lord, I will indeed bring disaster on this place and on its inhabitants and the words of the book that the king of Judah has read. Because they have abandoned me and have made offerings to other gods, so that they have provoked provoked me to anger with all the work of their hands, therefore my wrath will be kindled against this place, and it will not be quenched. But as to the king of Judah, you, who you sent to inquire of the Lord, thus you shall say to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, regarding the words that you have heard, because your heart was penitent, And you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard how I spoke against this place and against its inhabitants, that they should become a desolation and a curse. And because you have torn your clothes and wept before me, I also have heard you, says the Lord. Therefore, I will gather you to your ancestors and you will be gathered to your grave in peace. Your eyes shall not see all the disaster that will bring on this place. 
They took the message back to the king. Chapter 23. Then the king directed that all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem should be gathered to him. The king went up to the house of the Lord, and with him went all the people of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the priests and the prophets and all the people, both small and great. Whew, small and great. That's good for me. He read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant that they had found in the house of the Lord. The king stood by the pillar and made a covenant before the Lord to follow the Lord keeping his commandments, his decrees, and his statutes with all of his heart, with all of his soul, to perform the words of the covenant that were written in this book. All the people joined in the covenant. This is the word of the Lord. Whew. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God, question mark. <laughs> Whoa. So to recap, they found the book. They realized it was the law. They realized they weren't following the law. They asked God what that meant. God said what it meant is all y'all going to feel the pain. Mm -hmm. Except for you, Josiah, you're going to die before you feel a, the pain. That's and that's a good thing. <laughs> yep. So you're reading this story and going, this was not a great choice, Pastor Megan. And then you hear the ending of it, which is, and <laughs> even so, what do they all do? They all walk down to the temple. They all worship their God. They listen to the words of that book that they've been ignoring for generations and generations. They hear it. They receive that covenant. They make a covenant with God themselves. Mm -hmm. So even though they know, they are all going to get destroyed. Mm -hmm. They don't go, oh, well, then whatever. What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> Forget mm -hmm. it. They go, oh, my gosh, I still have time to be faithful. Yeah. I, still, yeah. I still have this opportunity to live as God has called mm -hmm. me. So they don't just, like, become nihilists and say nothing matters. Whee! They go, oh, I, I, I know the law now. And, and so I know that actions have consequences, and I know that we've gone far afield, and we know that there's going to be, uh, there's, it's, it's going to hurt accordingly, but I also know I can still be faithful. Because, Pastor Eric, as you pointed out, this isn't about karma. This isn't about works right. righteousness. This isn't about earning our keep. This is about being faithful because God is faithful, and, and we can continue to, to listen and follow just as God always calls us to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Can we? Can I tell you how it gets worse, though? Uh oh. Do I want it? Do I want to hear <laughs> well, how it gets we worse? Well, we just put it how it worse. Let's get it on the worst on the table. Let's put it all out there. It's just I just looked ahead and read that actually the king, even though the promise was that you're gonna see your grave in peace, he doesn't actually. Oh. The, the Egyptian pharaoh comes and gets him in the next couple of verses. Oh so it's no! Just saying that you know. You know what? I mean, it sounded nice at the time. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Yeah. Oh. There I'm going to take my want There are away verses now. and verses of him pitching all the false gods out, though, yep. dropping the mm -hmm. Asherah poles. And I mean, that's so that's nice. I like that. That's that's at least yes. that's not nothing. No, it is um, interesting. They had an encounter with God and it sort of like um, fanned the flames of their faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That even though they weren't. You know, it wasn't going to earn them any more favor. They they still sort of enjoyed coming into a rela a right relationship with God. Yeah, sounds yeah. like a reformation to me. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh, um, because it's obviously in the Bible those um, those headings to the chapters, which we all know are you know strictly <laughs> editorial and therefore don't mean much of anything. And yet the editors chose the words for chapter twenty three, Josiah's 
reformation. Mm-hmm. It is as we have known uh, as a church, you know, not just for the past 500 years, but mm-hmm. that this is this is true, that, that God is continually reforming us, that we mm-hmm. are continually being reformed in our actions and our practices. And um, there's always, and there's always time. There's always mm-hmm. time to, to try again and to live as God calls us mm-hmm. to do. In most most of the time for me, that re- reformation happens pretty much daily because I wake up and go, oh, okay, well, here's all the ways I blew it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> but there's time today. Yep. I can do it today. God's grace is sufficient for this day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a great promise. That's actually a great scripture to bring back in. Mm-hmm. I mean, having grace sufficient for today. Yeah. How much of us get kind of crushed in worry when we do find ourselves kind of being called on the carpet, which is exactly what is happening here. Yep. Nobody likes that feeling. Nope. Nobody wants to be on a work improvement plan. Nope. Yeah. But then maybe it isn't about the work. It's about the promise that we have enough yes. manna for today. We have enough grace for today. Mm-hmm. Jesus made that possible. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's enough. It's a reminder. It's yeah. true for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, too, to hear that promise on Easter Care Sunday, because it can feel like, wait, okay, here's a passage about the people getting destroyed, and then let's talk about how we take care of each other as faithful people of God. Where's the disconnect? Well, no, mm-hmm. it's it's this reminder that it, it would be really easy to look out at the world and say, there is so much suffering. There is so much hurt. There is so much brokenness. Yeah. There is so much destruction. What's right. the point? Right. Mm-hmm. right? Why do I do anything Mm -hmm. like what good is sitting next to someone who's hurting everybody's hurting there's hurt everywhere Mm -hmm. but that's what this story is Mm -hmm. you know in the face of oh my gosh you know god's pretty angry things are going to go really wrong what's the point josiah still takes a breath and says well the point is i can still be faithful today Mm. i can still love my neighbor today Mm. i can still be obedient to my god today i can still do the work to which i was called right now mm-hmm. um and and i feel like in a lot of ways that's the that's the context into which we care for each other is this realization that yeah everything's on fire and still what i do today what i do with this hour that i spend with someone the, the way that i share my my time and my prayer and my attention with this person who needs it right now um the way that i live out this call right here um that still matters for today mm-hmm. I used to make fun of that Luther quote about planting an apple tree. Even oh, yeah. When the world is kind of coming down. What would you him. do if you knew that today was the last day? And Luther mm-hmm. said, I would plant a tree. Right. And at some level, it's like I, I get it now more as I've gotten older <laughs> because I just see how much stuff happens in the world that's so out of our control. Yeah. And it's like, well, we still have important work to do here right now. We have to figure out this one campus site. We have to figure out the good work that God is doing in our in our youth ministry. We have 40 kids coming to Yowie's every single week. Ah, it's so cool. I mean, that's huge, Jeez. right? I mean, for us to be able to say, like, there's so many good things growing right here. If you guys missed the class that both Pastor Megan and Pastor Eric taught this week, well, guess what? There'll be another one that we're planning for. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more to the point that you should go to those right now when you can. Because we don't know what next year is going to look like. We have no clue how much snow we're going to get. Don't <laughs> say that. I'm going to say it. La-di-da, this is your first full winter back in Minnesota wow. and how long? And you're going to jinx it like that? Come on. Uh, they buddy. say it's, it's El Nino. It's going to be fine. You say that now. We're all good. Let the record show. <laughs> I resent this remark. Yeah. That's, that's honest. <laughs> that's and a- yet... 
And yet, knowing the impending destruction that will come with winter in Minnesota, there is still time to be faithful today. Mm -hmm. There is still time to do the thing, to go to the thing, to care for the person, to make the phone call, to give the gift. It is still a thing you can do today. Yes. <clears throat> because as we wrap up our theme, yeah. we know that we are together for good. That's right. God with us and we here together uh, to his glory. We we show up and we trust um, by faith, yeah. um, by the gift of God that he is at work through us and through this ministry. And so we care and we, yeah. and we, uh, we trust and we We'll plant a tree today. Yeah. And, Can I uh, just say that when we say together for good, sometimes I say it with gritted teeth, right? Oh, we are together for good. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes I don't want to be, sure. right? Mm -hmm. And that is the, that's the joy of the promise. Whether I want it or exactly. not, God's covenant is it. good and real, and I'm stuck. I am stuck with God, and we are stuck with each other. And so, like... That's the beauty of the promise carrying you even when you can't get your head in it, right? Like yes. that's that has been something that's been really rattling around in my brain these many weeks as we've been talking about together for good. Because so often it feels like a blessing and a promise and a joy. Oh, we get to be together. And sometimes, man, sometimes it is like, but I don't want to be. And the <laughs> promise is still for me yes. and it is still here and it is still real and people, it is still for you too. Yes. And it is good news even when it sometimes makes you a tiny bit sassy. We are together for good. <laughs> That's the exclamation point and the amen. Amen to that. And so we thank you for tuning in again to the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry, carry on. on the work of Jesus Christ. Thanks, everyone. Until we meet again, my friend.